I didn't pay for this robot to have someone back up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, am I a, a gigolo in that situation? No, you paid for a sex robot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Program that out. Whitney Cummings. Yeah. What? <laughs> Whitney Cummings, her whole new stand-up special, or like half of it, is about how she got a sex doll made after her. She has a sex doll that's made of her. Not made of her, but... Yeah, like not her skin. Like, I don't think it, like, destroyed her. Just like every... <laughs> Once a day, she has to submit skin to this robot, <laughs> yeah, and that yeah. skin grows naturally. It's a graph that she's slowly... I guess the uh, her naughty bits are a pie graph, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> you said a graph? Oh, I see. Yeah, that's very funny. Retrograde podcast where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Andrew Bascom. And I'm Mike Crasher Aaronworth. Because <laughs> Mike Castle Crashers. Mike Crasher. Mike Crasher. That nice. was one of that was a weird one because as I was saying it, I was like, this is not bad enough to be funny <laughs> and not good enough to be witty. This is just like we always talk about love me or hate me, but don't fall somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Um, and whereas you are often loved, I am often yeah, hated. So I'm very used to that well, weather in that storm. I don't even know. Like, I just think that nickname was bad, but not bad enough oh. where it's like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, exactly. Know. Yeah, it's just yeah. kind of like, well, let's move on from that and not talk about it. <laughs> and then my instinct is to absolutely talk about it for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> we need to explore my pain. Yeah. Mm, explore um, my pain. That's the name of my uh, my first porn movie, actually. <laughs> explore my pain? Explore oh, boy. My pain. I wonder what yeah. genre that is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mikey, how are you doing, buddy? You know what? I'm doing all right. I'm uh, I'm 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 living life day by day in the only way everyone can. And day by the way, by um, so those of you who who have listened to our, our quarantine episode, you know that we were talking about uh, the fact that we're recording through this uh, app called Squadcast, yeah, and it's are... kind of this it's it's a Skype type situation where we can see each other yes. back and forth. Now the problem is Andrew's drinking coffee out of a mug, mm -hmm. and I don't understand why he's doing it, but it the mug says UNT on it. Mm -hmm. And I and he just keeps flaunting that in front of the camera, and I'm not mm -hmm. sure why. Yeah, I just keep holding it up to the camera. I'm not even yeah. drinking out of it. I'm just not like, even look, drinking look out of this. it. Look and at then, this, the and then he, thing of all time. he said something about the fact that the handle is supposed to be a C or something along that. those lines. No, you didn't. No, maybe I just gleaned it myself because I'm a fucking <laughs> smart boy. I I also have a shirt that's uh, an FBI from the FBI. Oh my Pretty god. Important. But it's actually the female body inspector. Oh, my God. Yeah. That Okay, I was I in Florida once. Pretty and I, I went to this great store, and they sold the funniest shirts. I'm talking one tequila, two tequila, three tequila floor. I like wish that you were level her. of comedy. Yeah. I wish you were her. Um, mm -hmm. Beauty is in the eye of the beer holder. And I <laughs> Very so good. desperately wanted Very that good. FBI female body inspector shirt. And they said, sorry, dude, we're sold out. The demand is just too much to keep up with. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, 12-year-old. Your extra small shirt. We are sold out of that size currently. <laughs> yeah. Too many small female body inspectors. Well, are, do you mean the female body inspector themselves are small or the female's <laughs> bodies are small? Because one of those is acceptable. Actually, neither of those are acceptable. Nah, I, I'm not good with either of those, really, when you think about it. Um, yeah, so obviously we are doing social distancing as because we are good citizens of the world, as most yeah. of I hope all of you are. And we are not recording in the same room for now the third time? Something like no, that? No, second so, time. It's only the second, second time. 
Oh yeah. wow! So we're still getting used to uh, we're still getting used to this, and uh, thank you very much for following along, along and listening. Because you know, also, what else are you doing? You, you That's little, true. You, you little scumbag d bag. That's like, true. You, know? you got all the time in the world on your hands, and for some reason, you're still not leaving us the review yeah. that you promised us. Yeah, I want to start yeah. seeing some of these reviews. Actually, I did. Uh, uh, a couple people have actually been reaching out to me uh, and 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 copying some of the reviews. And by the way, speaking about okay. people uh, reaching out to me and and kind of uh, correcting us or, or talking to us. Oh no. Um, I I got a a message. This is actually this is a good one from uh, Bucky McCarty on Facebook, which I hope that's your real name. I, I don't know if it is or is not, but he reminded me uh, that uh, we're big dumb idiots. First of all, and wow. that these remember when we were playing Crunch Granted. Out, he went he went back to listen to the Punch Out episode, and okay. we were like, what are these stars? Like it's not explained. What are these stars? And they're super punches, and you press start to use them. And we're oh. so stupid because as soon as he said that, I was like, fuck it, of course, of course it is. Oh, um, but it took yeah. him reminding us. If the kindness we've, uh, of strangers. If we, <laughs> kindness of strangers. Yeah, calling us out. If we've also made any other mistakes, I can't imagine we have, but if we've made any other mistakes in any of our episodes, we'd love to hear about them because they're so few and far between and we're That's perfectionists. That's true. I don't, I don't actually, I don't actually think that we have made any mistakes though. So like realistically, I'm not a hundred percent sure yeah, what best people would be pointing out. Um, yeah. But for now, all we know is that we got this Bucky McCarty on our ass for, for well, missing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Bucky. Appreciate it. By the way, speak, I don't think we ever brought this up on the on the podcast, um, okay. but there was that review that I, I linked to our, our Twitter oh, not too yeah, long ago, which I honestly think is the greatest the not best. good review that I've ever received for anything that I've ever done. And I get a lot of bad reviews for for, for things that I do. Um uh-huh. It says it's so so that the it's it's a three out of five stars, which is initially strange because like why are you going to review something that's three out of five stars unless you really take yourself seriously? It's ones and fives. That's it. Yeah, one five, yeah, not ones threes or fives. Um, that's the only barometer in which companies podcasts exist these days. But the title <laughs> is not my cup of tea. And mm-hmm, at first, I'm mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. fuck this person straight to hell. Like, what do you mean <laughs> we're not your cup of tea? What is your cup of tea? A helping dollop of shit? Like, yeah. Fine. Sorry, we can't keep up with that demand. Also, um, like, maybe I'm not into tea connoisseur enough, but every time, like, I've ever had tea, it's been fine. Like, it's never yeah. great. It's never yeah. bad. And I, But I've never tried one. I'm like, oh, no, no. Oh, God, no. Not my cup of tea. Thank you very much. So you're much. saying all of your teas are three out of five stars? Yes, yes. So this makes a lot of sense why this Tessex person in December of 2019 is giving us three out of five. Big T fan. Um, Mm. The hosts, to me, aren't as funny, clever, or interesting as they seem to think they are. Maybe I'm just missing something. Might be for you, though. Like, as reasonable review I've ever read in my entire life. Very That's actually kind of, yeah, yeah. It's like, like, listen, I don't like it. They like themselves way more than anyone else is going to like them. But maybe they'll like it, too. Like, I don't know. Maybe you think they're as good as they think they are. They are. Excuse me. Oh, boy. Maybe I'm not. Okay. Uh, maybe maybe Bucky and uh, <laughs> Tesseract or whatever his name is is uh, right. Um, yeah. I, and a few of those people who have reached out have given me uh, some uh, given me, <laughs> given me some great reviews. They left oh, you wow. completely out hell? of it for some reason. But a quick shout <laughs> out to SlyGuy593, EasyMac742, and Hengen75. Yeah, thanks really very nice much. nice reviews out there. Yeah, rating and reviewing goes a long way. So just it does. you know, I know I know you hear this from every podcast, but uh, if you are listening, try and slide us a review. 
slide Describe, it to us rate, because th this all started with the fact that no one has anything else to do right now except for play yes. some video games like the game we're going to be playing today castle crashers castle Crashers, which is yeah. a fantastic game one of the first so what we're what we're going to try to do here uh is is restructure the podcast a little bit maybe take a little bit away from the retro gaming feel when we can we're going to stick i think a little bit more around that like 2005 to 2008 2009 era when online play kind of became a little bit more palatable because yep. obviously we're in our own areas now we're gonna have to find ways to play and record these games as we go totally fine uh but we're just obviously not going to be able to play as many of the like super nintendo or nintendo games because you couldn't play them online you don't yeah. <laughs> well yeah yeah that that was really definitely a negative review for old games can't play yeah. online what the hell why the, like you know? figure it out figure yeah, it out seriously it's, you know you what if bitch. you can't if you can't find if you can't find it online just don't release it yet or yeah, if, like, play if there's still bugs out there, like not being able to play online, yeah. don't release it. It's Super the worst Mario. bug. That's such a huge bug. Shigeru Miyamoto just didn't fix any of his games with that bug of not being able to play online. Pathetic. Pathetic indeed. Pathetic. Should we take him out of the video game Hall of Fame? And take him Ugh. out for a nice, nice dinner, and he'll think that we're <laughs> celebrating him, and then at the yeah. end, we stick him with the bill and walk yeah. out of there holding two giant middle fingers straight I towards his face? We bought, like, two foam middle fingers, and we're just carrying yeah. them around. Yeah, exactly. I love that idea. I got those at the same store I got my FBI shirt, actually. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so Castle Crashers, this is one that I played. Uh, I went to school in Halifax, which is a East Coast city in Canada. I went to university there for four years, and I was playing a, a roommate of mine, this guy, mm -hmm. Maddie. Um, he was big into online games in xbox live arcade well before i was and this was kind of like the earlier era of xbox live arcade um and he was the one who turned me on to this game and it was before i had really gotten faith in xbox live arcade as like a platform or a medium and i remember okay. playing it for the first time being like this is it reminds me of that era of arcade games when playing with one another was like that was half the fun yes. and it's just such an uh like a romp this game is it's it's silly it's fun um, and, and the reason why I think it's a, it's a great fit for, for us right now in this climate is just because you kind of need to escape and let loose for a little bit and, uh, uh and, and give into a little bit of, uh, of, in of this shenanigans. climate, are you in kidding? this climate, in this economy, I, uh, which actually has now relevance again. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When we can say that, cause yeah, everything's awful. Um, except for this. Thank you. Uh, yay. Is that, yay. Like, it's a really thin balance to strike between games that are fun to play with others more fun to play with others and games that are equally as good on your own. Yeah. And to be able to do both sometimes is nearly impossible. And so this is kind of one that we're going to talk about a little bit today is that like, this goes back to that beat em up. Uh, I don't know, like Ninja Turtles, Simpsons, X-Men, yeah. you know, it's rages. kind of that mixed with gauntlet legends. Like there's a very yeah, heavy gauntlet, like, uh, or not gauntlet legends, but yeah, gauntlet, um, aesthetic to this like like you're leveling up your characters as you go right. now you bring up a good point though which is that there are some games that are fun to play with other people and there's some games that are fun to play on your own but it is yeah. kind of rare to have a game that is very fun online that is also very fun in a single player and i literally have never played this game just on my own um mm -hmm. well, i'm trying to think of what are some other games like that like games that diablo would be one of them just yeah. like not as fun to play on your own without other Left people Left 4 Dead, of course. Half the yeah. fun. Now, is that, do you think that means it's because the gameplay just isn't as good, but what's fun about it is the atmosphere and the co-op yeah, element? Or what? I think it's that I think it's the fact that it's like the game was created to 
communicate with each other. And it's a, for something like Left 4 Dead, when the special zombies like have their kind of sound calls, you're supposed to like communicate with your teammates, like, oh, there's a right. smoker up there or something like that. Like otherwise, like it's just kind of not as fun or like be able to diversify your attack a little bit. Like you do this, I'll do this. You have that gun. I'll do this thing. And I think those level of communication to be able to team up and like logistically defeat something instead of just kind of like, Oh, I did it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, right. Cause it's not, it's not just about like Twitch mechanics and finding a way to do it. It's you, yeah. you went and left for dead clearly through communication. Now speaking yeah. of left for dead and I'm zombies, so <laughs> I um I, like we'll do that. We'll do Left 4 Dead. I think we're gonna have to do Left 4 Dead two because it's really hard to find a working copy of Left 4 Dead. Yeah, we'll, Left 4 we'll Dead do one that. doesn't we'll seem do to eventually. want to be played. Yeah, it's so strange, and especially because it's Valve and Valve has Steam. You'd think it'd be pretty easy to to keep that uh, playable. It seems um, to be like and like because also you can get Left 4 Dead two even on like Xbox Arcade, I think, or Xbox Store, and you can't get number one. And I I I don't. I don't understand. I just don't. Ah, whatever. I guess they just assume Let's that if you're going to play it, you're going to want to play the second one. Like, it, like which kind of <laughs> makes sense to me. But it's not like it. I can't imagine it costs them a lot of money to keep that on the website. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just there. It's listed. Well, List yeah, it, like we got, like, <laughs> yeah, it's like we kind of we said last week too. Like, if you have games you want us to play, uh, let us know. Or if you know a way to play Left 4 Dead One that are you know legal. Uh, wink, 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 no camera, judge. Uh, that like let us know because we. We kind of want to review these these games now that, like, since everyone is doing the same thing. You yeah. know, it's kind of tough. Like, in the earlier podcast, everyone's got schedules. They've got relationships, kids, work, you know, all this kind of stuff that is stopping you from kind of doing whatever you want. Now, I have this one is, of those things. Yeah, sure. Me too. Work, and that's this, it. <laughs> yeah, me too. But nonetheless, you know, I, uh, I, you know, now that we're all kind of on our own schedule, there is more time to be doing these things. So it's kind of like... You know, if if you always wanted to do it, let us know because we want to do it too. Yeah. Um, well, there's yeah. I, there was a good idea. Actually, I'll say this: there was a fantastic idea that I had, okay. which I haven't brought up oh, to you boy. yet. I mean, oh. most most of my ideas are which, and you've told me this already off mic, so you don't need to comment on this again. But most of my ideas are fantastic. Sometimes I feel like when I'm recording this podcast, I'm Donald Trump doing a speech, <laughs> just oh, like going, going side <laughs> by side, just like. And you said it's fantastic. You don't have to. Um, but it's that the humble humble uh, uh, group of indie developers, like the Humble Bundle, they released like a defeating defeating COVID nineteen bundle, and it's like forty bucks, and it has like thirty games, thirty comics. 30 uh, like like basically just like a whole conglomerate of all these different games hollow knights in there uh binding oh. of isaac is in there um brothers is in there banner sagas in there there's so many of them and i think what would be a decent idea is to give a little bit of money for something like that because it's always put towards a good cause and to essentially explore some of the different games each week over the next three four weeks something, something like that yeah i think that's a great idea because you you brought up a, a a good idea. It wasn't as phenomenal as okay. the idea that okay. I just had, but it was a all pretty right. good idea, mm -hmm. which is that, look, no one's really making money right now, but we're no. all looking for new games to play. What are some free games out there that you can just play at the drop of a hat? Uh, and are, are those the things that we should explore? Uh, maybe we can try a couple of those as well. So if you're listening out there and you have some recommendations on free games that yeah. we can play, especially or games that we can play together, uh, that would be a big help. Yeah, and things that are on the Xbox Arcade and PlayStation Now and things like that that are, you know, cost-efficient as well. Yeah. You know, I, I, yeah. It's just so much easier if we can all kind of all do it together. It's, you know, makes it more fun. 
instead of I every agree. time going out and going like, well, it's sixty seven dollars, guys. Uh, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. That, that doesn't work so much. I mean, this one was fifteen bucks Canadian. Yeah. Um. So it's 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 you know not huge. I actually I already had this on Steam anyway, so we're good oh, to go. Oh, ooh la um, la. I'm a, I'm a I'm a cool little boy. Well, because the Steam summer sale comes along and these games end up being like a dollar, so I just buy them even if right. I know I'm never gonna play them. But then sometimes, every so often, I start a podcast and two in years while. into it, I have to I I have the ability to play one of those games. That the I master plan. Yeah, it the master plan out. finally paid off. Yeah, Steam knew what they were doing, man. They they suckered <laughs> me right in, and it worked. Yeah. Um, You're like, what about yeah. how, how about this? Let, before we get in, because we're talking about things that we can do with 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 other people and and enjoy ourselves, and obviously there that's ripe for a segue back into Castle Crashers. But apart from that, uh, you and I have been talking a, a little bit offline about some of the new shows that you're watching. We were talking oh, about yeah. the other two that show. The yes, other two. The other two is. Absolutely hilarious. I, I started watching it again because I hadn't finished it, and then you reminded me about it because it's on Crave now, which is a Canadian subscription service. Yeah. Um, are you finished it? I'm done. Oh, just done, done. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I'm furious. I'm done. I quit. I'm done. I can't do I'm, it. I furiously finished it and then sat there stewing in my own juices. <laughs> that's a gross image. Yeah, that's 100% sexual. I don't know why. Whoever, whoever originally tried to say that and sound tough was just like, and then I was just like jacking off. <laughs> like, oh my God. It was and Louis. I, I think didn't it was want to clean it. Um, what uh, would what, uh, you think of, of the, the end? Because I'm, I'm just about there. I think, I think the show's, for some reason, not really talked about. I don't know what show or what station it originally aired on, maybe FX or something like that. I think it's But like, no one seems to talk about it. Yeah, so it's basically about, it's kind of like there's a Justin Bieber type character. Yes. And uh, and it's but it's not focused on him. It's focused on his brother and sister who are kind of trying to like figure their own lives out in like in in the shadows of their younger brother who's who's 13, 14 years old and insanely famous. Um, One of my favorite things about the show is it becomes very clear that uh, that Chase Dreams, his name is Chase Dreams, is the most down to earth character in the the entire nicest kid. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And you think he's like the asshole, but it does kind of I think it is kind of a, a nod to those Justin Bieber type scenarios where um they recognize that it's it's more so the people around them that makes yeah. them ooh as as i say that my mommy came in with a full pot of coffee for me thanks mom good update so i i i think that they, they kind of dance around the fact that like he's the most grounded nicest kid he also might not be the most talented yes and they kind of talk about that a little bit as well i don't know where you are cuz like that's a an important part of the last episode um but like and and that and that his siblings aren't really like they kind of start as the worst person but they're not really they're not taking advantage of the kid it's just yeah. more that like people suck you know yeah. <laughs> you know just naturally and, and they don't know how to navigate this world in which they're super famous as a result of their younger brother and who right. does like it's 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 yeah. one of those like my favorite kinds of comedies are the comedies that uh are a funny i'll laugh at oh them. that's good story. i want to yeah. laugh at them but they're 100%. also kind of sweet like fleabag would be similar as well like very mm-hmm. funny but also very serious um yes. some of the office like the british office gets like that as well uh but but i i i just finished the episode where it's chase dreams he tur- he's 14 he turns 14 it's his birthday party and one of my favorite moments his older brother comes on stage to uh to basically give a little Oops. bit of a speech and says uh and and is like well you know my younger brother's the singer and I'm not as good as him, but 
happy birthday yeah. and no one else sings along with him and he they basically let him sing the entire birthday song uh, alone and it's the most cringeworthy thing in the world but we've all been there where we we expect people to join in and no one does and we're like well we've got to play this one through to the end yeah so, like that's good. stick with it i yeah. the show's really funny i i i really like all the performances in it um like, they choose really good actors all over the place. And uh, it was created by Chris Kelly and Cher Snyder, who were the head writers of SNL uh, a couple oh. years ago. And Snyder, Snyder who, I, Michaels. who yeah, well, there you go, who I think everyone, I don't know if you're around our age, college humor was, like, a big thing when we were in, like, university. Oh, Snyder, yeah. Sarah Snyder used to be one of their, like, head writers, and, like, she was on camera all the time. So you might have familiarity with her as well there but oh nice um yeah she it's just a really good show it didn't get enough attention but it's get it's coming out with the second season i've been like obsessively watching so much like it just to fill time so what's what because i like you obsessively watch things like frazier sometimes and that's absurd to me well, uh, I, but i like like drew tarver like gay brother singing happy birthday i finish things to the end even though i'm not enjoying it there's <laughs> Wait, your so there's you your admitted, goddamn segue you admitted you didn't love Frasier. Oh my goodness. I loved it. Just like a nice hot plate of salad and scrambled eggs. Um, Oh, I'm listening. You pervert. Uh, so yeah. So I, I'm, 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 here's all the things I am watching or have watched this week. How about that? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Okay. I I, want to hear this. Okay. I watched the only season of party down and finished it. It's great. It's a great show. Yeah. It's a great, you know, it is kind of funny that it is like a little, it, it's a little odd, like it doesn't really start that strong, and then it kind of ends. And I don't know if I understand the cultish appeal of it. Like, why did they only why did they cancel it after yeah. one season? I'm like, well, it's because yeah. of the cast. That's why. <laughs> it's like it was a good enough cast that it could have been something great. And I think that's people see the cast and see where all of those actors have gone from there. Right. They're like, well, why did this show get canceled? It had such great people in it. Yeah. Uh, I I agree with you because like, and there is like odd things of like having Martin Starr you know, constantly fighting with uh, the blonde-haired model guy. And I'm like, well, that's pretty much the relationship he has in uh, Silicon with Valley. With Dinesh. But, yeah, like almost identical. Um, yeah. But, it, yeah, and there's, like, great talent all over the place. Um, so that was interesting. I watched all of Re- Review with Andy Daly, um, all three seasons. Um, oh, wow. That's so weird. I love Andy Daly. I really love Andy Daly. And I tried to watch Review, the first episode, and I was like, eh, it just isn't getting me. But oh, I know man. it's going to be funny. I know I need to give that a shot. I laughed so hard at that fucking show. He plays Forrest McNeil, who reviews life, not books or TVs or movies. He <laughs> reviews experiences. And like, and and how this like thing that might be isolated, it like his wife is a character and his like, and how this show re- just ruins his life continually over and over again. Like somebody that constantly, like, I just, it makes me laugh at like the one episode that I always think about that I think kind of people use as an example is, uh, Somebody said, um, said they send in you know these ideas, right? And so he goes, he goes like, uh, he's like, hey, uh, Forrest, I, the box of pancakes to mix things in says, you know, per fifteen pancakes. Who's eating fifteen pancakes? Can you review what it's like to eat fifteen pancakes? And he's like, <laughs> no, that sounds awful. And so he does it, and it's just arduous, and he's like really pissed off. He's in a diner, and he's just like, is hates it so much, right? And then the second one, I think, is something like. It's something as big as, like, what's it like to get a divorce? And mm. he's like, oh, well, I guess, okay, here we go. And he marches off and <laughs> oh, gets a no. divorce with his wife. Oh, no. And, and it's awful, and it's just so painful. And then he goes, 
and he's just so beaten down. He's back in the studio, and he's like, "Okay, what's the last one?" And he's like, and somebody just does cuts, just cuts away all the bullshit, and just goes, "What's it like to eat thirty pancakes?" Thanks, bye. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "You gotta be fucking kidding me!" And he eats it like with like, oh my god, it is, it just kills me. It just like the things that, what's it like to get hit by a car? He's like. Uh, like, it's great. What's it like to kill That's amazing. somebody? I'm, I'm, I will give that one a shot. I'll oh, report back next week. It makes me laugh so hard. But yeah, you have any anything else you can recommend to people oh, in these? Absolutely. In these times? So I started. I'm working my way through the Americans. Uh, it's a show I've always wanted to watch, and like critics always have like talked very highly of it. It's really good. So heads up. Um, I started watching uh Brockmeyer, which is um Hank Azaria as a down and out kind of uh, baseball announcer. I will say that one is probably the rockiest one. It does not get my full endorsement, but yet I I laughed hysterically at the first episode, and then it's kind of gone downhill from then from there. But like when, <laughs> when somebody hit a home run, Brock Meyer said, "This thing can't get buried in a Jewish ta- cemetery because it's tattooed," and I laughed <laughs> for like thirty seconds. But that's, that's that, probably the the premise that the show got green lit on was that yes. joke, and they used it in the first episode, and then it went downhill from there. Yeah, I'm gonna still keep, keep getting through it, but I think the the really big one I really want to talk about is a show that's just ongoing. It just premiered. Um, it's Alex Garland's new show called Devs. Um, hmm. It's with Nick Offerman. And it is really good. So Alex Garland, if you don't know, is the same guy that did Ex Machina and other things. <laughs> Wait, let me look it up. But other things, he's he's kind of like, he's only done so much, in, but everything he's ever done has been like really weird and good and uh, um, strange. And so he has a new show on FX. It's called Devs. And without getting too much into it, so he also wrote- Oh, he did he, Annihilation, yeah, Devil he wrote May Cry, the, Letter. the video game. Yeah, he was audience. Wow, holy shit. He's been involved in a lot of video games too. Yeah, he has. So he's he's got really kind of like future think and like really dark world level stuff. Um, I love X Ex- Machina so much. Um, he also has wrote the screenplay to Halo supposedly. So, oh. um, but if anyone's going to do it well, that would be him, especially dealing with like AI and Cortana and all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and by I Cortana, really... I mean, I mean the new search functionality on Windows 10, Cortana. <laughs> Like yes, their answer to Siri, absolutely. Yeah. Isn't that isn't that kind of crazy that the, I I actually love that they did that. But like you don't you may not know this because you don't have you're not a Microsoft person. You're no. a, uh you're a what is a pear banana? Yeah, I, I it's a it's a it's a red delicious. Oh, uh, you're the, you're you have a red delicious computer. Yeah, and that's delicious. why you're always licking your laptop. It's bizarre to me, but <laughs> you know you do you. It excretes um, sap. <laughs> Warren? Yeah, Warren Sapp. Oh my God. He's terrifying. He is. Um, there's uh, the, the search functionality, like the Siri of Microsoft is Cortana. And yeah. it's that's like the AI that can search through your computer. And Cortana, obviously, is the AI from the original Halo franchise. So there you go. There we go. Also, I was just thinking about this, but if we had to do a real-life uh, Shrek, Warren Sapp really has yeah. like the body and face to really pull off Shrek. Oh, this is a good. This is a fun game. Who would play the real life version of animated character? Who would play Homer Simpson? Uh, uh that'd be depressing. Have you seen those? Like um... James Gandolfini, I think would be a good Homer Simpson. <laughs> but, like, like you'd have to exhume him and puppet mm-hmm, him, mm-hmm, but like he would be a great mm-hmm. Homer Simpson. I, yeah, he embodies all the fun and silliness of Homer Simpson. <laughs> James Gandolfini. <laughs> um, I, we'd have to have a long conversation with Warren, though, and be like, how is your Scottish accent? And he's like, 
He's like, pretty good. I'm working on it. You're like, yeah, can I hear it a couple times? Um, so, no, just get back to devs. Alex Garland, has literally the two things he's done right before this, directing them, the only two things he's directed is Ex Machina and Annihilation, and I absolutely love both of those. So he like he kind of like picks and chooses. It's not like he's making one of these a year. Yeah. So it's already super, super weird. I don't even want to ruin anything. Like, How many episodes just, in? I think six. Okay, yeah, don't don't say anything because I absolutely want to give this a shot. I love yeah, this guy. It is a miniseries, so it's not even going to like continue. So it's kind of like I imagine, much like his movies, the endings are very kind of like stamps, whether you like them or not. It's like here yeah. it is, and yeah. so I imagine it's going to be kind of like that. So I think we'll be watching along with that one. But uh, if you guys want to start watching it, we can kind of keep talking about it. Oh, I like that. I like that, and we can bring it up as well on our uh, our bonus episodes that we're going to be releasing yes. weekly as well. Hopefully, you've heard some of those. Um, you mentioned a while ago, Andrew, college humor, and that's been kind of rolling around in my mm. in my head lately and the reason for that is back in the day there used to be those websites that you would go to it wasn't apps it was like specific websites funny or die college humor yeah e-bombs world and there was another e-bombs one do you remember world. do you remember newgrounds no you don't remember newgrounds newgrounds no. had a lot of uh, like flash video games on it they ah. were always pretty edgy like a little bit violent in this and that and castle crashers reminds me exactly of a Newgrounds game. And in in doing some research on it, I reminded myself, I think I kind of knew this, but the developer uh, is called The Behemoth. And they made this oh. game called Alien Hominid, uh, which, which came out before Castle Crashers. Okay. And I think it actually started as a game on Newgrounds. So they've had oh, their okay. roots in that website for a long time. I loved that website. There was this web series called Radiskull and Devil Doll that were on it. There were a lot of like really weird, fun flash games. Like that was the era where those were like the indie games. You didn't you didn't buy them. They were just kind of there to play if you wanted to find them. And it seems like their roots in Newgrounds followed them into Castle Crashers as well. They actually commissioned 20 users from Newgrounds, who I guess had created content for the website, to do the soundtrack for Castle Crashers, which ended up being incredibly beloved, so much so that they demanded that it be released on Steam, which it was in 2008, um, for free. So that's Mm, I I like that kind of grassroots movement. It reminds me of what the indie game uh, uh, sect was when it first started out and it was right. all about kind of that grassroots that's why I like the humble indie game bundles those things i, I really yeah. like um but this is one why don't we get into into castle crashes a little sure. bit here um so as we said it's 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 essentially a version of uh gauntlet mixed with like a uh, final fight or something along those lines yeah yep. you go you pick one of four different characters there's like a paladin attack mage healer those sorts of things and you level them up as you go you get money for for defeating enemies gear you can mm-hmm. you can level up your skills there's like different skill trees they they open up different attacks it's it's very much like you you say often paint by numbers and this is paint by mm-hmm. numbers as well mm-hmm. and i don't mean that in a disparaging way it, it's right. taking a formula that everyone seems to love and it's just bringing it and making it look like a painting, actually. The graphics are fantastic. We talk about how much we love cell shading, and this is this is kind of that for, for back in the era when it came out, which was 2008. came out yeah. August 27th, 2008, which, Andrew, wow. say it with me now, is 20 days after Sidney Crosby's Sydney birthday. birthday. Thank you very yeah. much. Yes, of course. yes, it is. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and he was born in 2008. People don't know that. He, he was a very he talented was. infant. He's still yeah. so young. So like, young. so young. He almost won a Stanley Cup the year he was born. It, you can't tell by his muscular frame, but he no, no, can't no, drink. You can't. He can't drive. 
Um, and, and, and that's unrelated to, to his... both of those things at, at <laughs> yeah. the same time as well. He just can't. Yeah. And that's unrelated to his age. He's just not a lot. He just can't. He's just very, not very coordinated when it comes yeah, to that. Yeah, he gets, he, it's weird. He Yeah, he's not good at it, which is crazy because no. I'm so good at it. I'm so good at drinking. You're and so driving. good at drinking and driving. Yeah. I'm so good at it. <laughs> I'm the best actually, at it. There was, there was a friend of mine in high school. This is, you know, oh, this is good. This is going to be this, good. <laughs> it's not a funny story. Uh, when you think about the real life potential consequences, but it is a funny story. In like, if you saw this in a movie, it would be it would be a, a good scene. So think and about he, like a movie, yeah. Think about this like a movie, not okay. like me telling you about a real life human being who I constantly wonder what the fuck he's up to these days because he was such a shit show. Give his full um, name. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Um, he he was so uh, he had no shame in drinking and driving, and and we all hated it, and we all we'd literally hide his keys on him. He was that kind of guy. Um, and he'd always find a way to find his keys, drive home, whatever it was. It was actually, yeah. it was, it was, it was bad. Like it, that, that isn't funny. But what is funny is that one day they had one of those, uh, anti drinking and driving campaigns to, at our school and they brought in an arcade game oh, and yeah. they essentially had the goggles that would simulate mm-hmm. you being drunk, um, at, like at, or different levels, like different numbers of drinks. And he fucking aced it on the hardest (laughs) difficulty and no one knew what to say he literally he no crashes he made it to the end it was like they were trying they were trying to up the ante in the difficulty and he just like it was dark souls and he was like like a a youtube playthrough just no issues made it straight through to the end well i hate when video games prey upon the fact that when you don't have experience doing something you don't do it well he had a lot of experience he put in a lot of hours and reps he did and so it showed it's like look look how good i am at this by the way where is that game if it's that realistic i want to play this game (laughs) true to life then how is that not a version like you know how in like the nhl games you can do retro 94 yeah um how why can't you do it like in uh grand turismo like drunken drive mode like (laughs) this is a terrible idea i just want to make that clear it's it's funny because like we're having this conversation we laugh and laugh and then all of a sudden like the real world implication comes in and i'm like oh fuck what are we doing right now but yeah hey, hey Hey, heads up, if you're if you're considering drinking and driving and this podcast is the one that gets you to do it, I don't know what to tell I you. I think that's a job well done. I mean, I think we did it. I think we did it. When I when You got we, bigger when, issues. When I started this podcast two yeah. years ago on my own, yeah. uh, I had one goal in mind, and it was to get <laughs> one of our listeners to drink and or drive. Yeah. Um, I, I, please don't play this back at, at court again. <laughs> I, I'm, I've had enough of those scenarios where out of context, you just play a clip of, of my audio. Yeah. Well, there's enough of those things. I think with celebrities that we like, I'd kill that guy. Like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, when yeah, they yeah. end up dead and they can't find the murderer, it's like, uh, I, what is the most dangerous thing you could realistically teach somebody through a video game that would have real world consequences? I bet you there would be something. There's probably a game out there similar to like the Anarchist Cookbook, where you have to build oh, a bomb or something like that. Oh, oh yeah, math, dude. No, no, cooking like, math. Something <laughs> like well, the Anarchist Cookbook was like how to make bombs and weapons oh. and all that stuff. Um, and uh, this this was I think in the 70s or something like that. And I guarantee you, there's a game that's similar. It's like a puzzle game, but it has something to do with building a, a bomb or or teaching you what you need to build different weapons. Right. And I, that would be a dangerous game. And I that would be something I think oh, that boy. would get a little bit of uh, attention towards it. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. How to build a bomb? The video game would be yeah, very destructive. <laughs> uh, but um, what I learned from Dark Souls was how to uh, how to topple a foe that's about 
50 feet tall right uh, and it's typically by standing behind his tail so mm-hmm. so he can't really mm-hmm. hit you with it but you're close right. enough to stab him in the ass about 60 times before he dies next time i'm in a in a battle in an alleyway i'll try and find his tail and go underneath of it and yes. then uh you know and then and then reestablish my you know my logistics from there and go like yeah oh, where i am think I gonna so go i mean what, yeah. so you're you're talking about all these back alley fights that you have against people Constantly. with tails what yeah. what's the, what weapon are you bringing to these fights Meth. <laughs> <laughs> Just scatter it. The guy goes. Yeah, You're good. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, is this the one podcast where we don't talk about Tiger King? Is this like the oh, one piece of media out there that we don't hey, talk about Tiger King? By the way. Speaking of meth. By the way. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. By the way, you will appreciate this. No one else okay. has understood. I've said this to people and no one cares. Uh, okay. Like most of the things that I say. But the, <laughs> Except if the, you're in court be, being replayed. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Then yeah. the judge all of a sudden cares about what I've oh, said. Oh, like, now Jesus everyone Christ. cares. All of a sudden. Um, you also saw that show with Danny McBride and John Goodman. You told me about the show. Righteous uh, Gemstones. Righteous Gemstones. Now, yeah. is, okay, the the husband of the crazy Tiger King dude, the the one who's like Which missing one? teeth, the oh, one okay, who's yeah. missing teeth, Yeah, is he not that goth guy who gets saved in righteous Gemstones. Oh, he is the yeah. same human being he's the yeah. same human being honestly the, yeah like, the same uh, you know what i'm gonna tweet this i'm gonna tweet a picture of the two of them and if anyone has has just so happened to have seen both of those shows great <laughs> but no one watched righteous gemstones and it's a great show oh it's a great show man that show was so funny Speaking um, of a comedy that that also is very heartfelt, like that that yeah. show really like got to me emotionally. Uh, like you let your guard down, and it's it's really well written. Ugh, I, yeah, um, yeah. I, I I think it's I think it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's too bad. It's too bad more people didn't talk about it. Uh, it was out at the same time as uh, as uh, Game of Thrones and a couple other things on HBO, and I think it just kind of yeah. got overshadowed with everything going on. Yeah. Yeah, but I, what a great show that was. Okay, so another thing about Tiger King that I just want to make really, really clear. Okay. Um, I think I think Netflix is so goddamn smart with this kind of stuff with, like, it's almost like they saw the quarantine coming and they have, like, ten of these in their back pocket and they're like, yes. yeah, give them one now. Um, yeah, it's true. Not, yeah. It is not the best documentary they've done. It's not, like, the best not they've done close. it. It's There are some real issues with that that I, like, I can make a whole podcast about this. Maybe we'll talk about this in a bonus episode because it's, I don't want to waste everyone's time now, but is that Carol Baskin did not kill her husband. I just want to make that incredibly clear. She did not kill her husband. Like, and the fact that they kind of like dance around it and go like, well, she, she might've, it's like, what in the world? Who? In the, uh, yeah. So I haven't, I, I like, haven't even finished it. So I don't, uh, I don't have a, a set opinion on it. The re- here's the reason why I didn't finish it. Everyone fucking loves this show. Everyone <laughs> loves this show. And yeah. to me, it's, to me, they love it for the same reason they love a Johnny Depp performance in a Tim Burton movie. It's because it's wacky and it's not grounded and it can go wherever because it's just silly. But ultimately, there's no thread drawing it all together. No. And that's like when I when I watch a Johnny Depp performance in a, in a Tim Burton movie, I'm like, yeah, of course, of course, he's like going to like be super creative. But like, what's the point of it? And I don't think there's a point to Tiger King, apart from the fact that a bunch of weird shit happened in this place. Guess what? It's Florida. Like there's a million of those stories well, going around. And if it doesn't not. tie itself together, it's not Florida. Is it's it? Oklahoma. Like I said, it's basically Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I have like huge problems with that documentary. Like in the way that I think what it meant to start with, it was just saying, Oh, we're going to interview all the zoo owners and big cat people around America. And, right. and then they, and then they found Joe exotic. And then the story with, you know, him and Carol Baskins and everybody came out. And then I think they're like, Oh shit, we need to, fe- we need to work on this. Cause it was like five years in the making. And they kind of like, like 
it they overestablish like what what is the point of talking about Doc Ansel, the guy in Florida with his like with his wives and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah. If if this is about I think it's because they just went, oh shit, and they kinda had to like change on the fly a little bit. And then at the same time, like his criminal case and and everything, and I always, always hate this. This is always a sign that documentaries kind of got lost along the way, is that the host is kind of the host, excuse me, one of the producers is kind of like on camera near the end and asking questions when they weren't at all before. And it was because of like, oh crap, we don't have what we need. I need to just straight up ask that. Like I just need to get out there and go, Can you say this? And it's always a sign. Like it's it's Whatever I did, I I don't know if I enjoyed it as much as everyone else, but like we're talking about it, so. <laughs> well, I mean, we're, but here's the thing: is is we're not, we're talking about it because everyone else is talking about it. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. like I. It was it was fine. It was fine, but it doesn't it deserve to be as talked about as it is. There's so many like that's there's so many better. Dirty Money is a much better documentary than yeah. Tiger King, but it's just not as accessible because it doesn't have like a very strangely masculine yet flamboyant guy with bullet wound tattoos and, and earrings oh, yeah. that are so uncomfortable to look at because they're hanging on by oh, dear his, life. His eyebrow ring is just, <laughs> oh. it, it, it gives people so much anxiety. Oh I, God. But yeah, like it, dirty money. It's like, it's like, oh yeah. You know, everyone's trying to screw you constantly. It's like, yeah, I know. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's like, there's I mean, a lot of episodes like that as well, but I find that there's, I don't know. I, li- I like that show quite a bit. Oh, I do too. I do too. But it is, there's a little bit of like, unfun homework about it because they're like oh yeah you know do you know how tough everything is out there it's like i know yeah yeah we know i i was i i had uh i had my dad watch an episode and he's like no wonder you're so anxious all the time he's like this is the shit that you watch like this is i'm like yeah that's that's yeah yeah i'm also the truth makes you anxious dad (laughs) yeah Yeah, the reality yeah i'm that kid as well yeah yeah (laughs) yeah exactly open your (laughs) eyes dad i'm gonna Um, go upstairs and listen to the cure now you wouldn't understand (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, here's the cure to uh, all of our boredom right now is Castle Ooh. Crashers, though. I uh, I think that uh, that this is this is something we should focus a little bit on before we get to play uh, the game a little bit. And heads up, we're not sure how the recording portion of the gameplay is going to go. We're going to be playing it online no. and recording at the same time. There's a chance that it's not even going to make it to the episode. So bear with us uh, yeah. as we figure this out. We're, 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 we're doing this one step at a time. I'm not sure if you know this, but uh, this whole world situation is quite new to us. Um, yeah, but just like I you. Wanted, yeah, I wanted to say a little bit about the uh, the development of this game. You know, we, we talked about the Newgrounds thing, and the working title I found kind of cute was Ye Old Side Scroller, which seems very much oh, on cute. tone with what this is. Yeah. yeah, and the lead artist's name, you couldn't make this up, is, is Dan Guy Drawer. Oh. Guy Drawer, Dan Paladin, Paladin. Wow! Like, yeah, yeah. That's not fair. I want that <laughs> name because I'm always a Paladin. Um, basically, the story is a dark wizard steals gems and four princesses, which means I think I think this means that the story is four times better than Mario because wow. you steal four princesses. That's how <laughs> stories work. Yeah. Um, how many princesses do you have in this game? How many? How much better are you? But yeah, like we said, it's essentially a 2D gauntlet. This surprised me. I'm just going to talk about the reception before we get into our experience with the game and then go play the game ourselves. But the reception of this game kind of surprised me. I always thought that this was thought of as one of the best Xbox live arcade games or like best right. indie games out there. Metacritic only gave it an 82%. Um, oh, wow. 
Yeah, 1UP gave it a B plus. GameSpot, 8.5, IGN, 9. But it's always talked about as, like, one of those games on Xbox Live Arcade. And I'm not sure why it was ever given a, a review that uh, that lower, or why why the, the Metacritic was was that low. It's it's kind of strange to me. But well, we're okay, about to tell you. you. We're about to tell you. Andrew, did yeah. you play this game when it came out? No, I, I did not. I, I'm doing this game for the podcast, even though, I like, based on the trailers and, like, going through the process of downloading and doing research and stuff like that. I'm By like, the way, Andrew changed his name. We're doing this through Squadcast, and, and, and you can change your name as you go, and he changed his name to Currently Drinking and Driving, which... Very funny. <laughs> very, very humorous. You did it, not me. I didn't do that. It's just based on what we're saying. Oh, uh, true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mine um, says masturbating under the table? What is yeah, happening? exactly. Oh, disappointing his family. That's weird. Oh, that's, that's normal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um... Yeah, so I, I I didn't I didn't for this this game I I but like based on everything I've seen so far and everything I've read and all this kind of stuff I I literally I'm like why haven't I played this game This looks perfect for me. It, I was thinking that as well when I brought up that we should maybe do this game and you weren't quite familiar with it. I was like, man, this this is the kind of game that I think because there there are some games that you know when when you come over and we're just hanging out like uh, NBA Playgrounds for example something that's kind of mindless but it but needs a little bit of co-op right. but isn't like we're not going to throw our controllers this is exactly that game and I feel like this yeah. is the kind of game that you and I oh now his name is Mad at Mikey <laughs> M-A-D-D at Mikey great great is Moms Against Drunk Drivers is that in the U.S. as well I can't imagine it is I think that's okay. a Canadian well thing, that's what Mad uh... stands for so, yeah, I, I had a, a different experience with this game. Uh, like I said, my, my old roommate back in Halifax, Maddie, um, loved these sorts of games and was always willing to take a risk on them. And we stayed up all night one night exploring each other's bodies, as we do. Yeah, of uh, course. <laughs> a natural thing that happens all the time you play video games all night with somebody. Is, Every time it's... I stay up with one of my friends all night, we're exploring each other's bodies and playing video games. Super Smash Video Bros. games is a very thinly veiled way to get someone to stay up with you all night and explore yeah, your body. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we beat the whole game from start to finish and <laughs> uh, and it was it was just such a fun experience uh, leveling up your character and kind of getting better going back to some of the levels that gave you difficulty with better characters and grinding that out. Like this is one of those games where grinding is actually fun because the mechanics are super fun. And that's why even though I you know we were talking about like I've never played uh, this game on my own but I can imagine it actually would be kind of fun because the mechanics right. are there adding that yeah. extra person adds a little bit more uh chaos which is also like a, a ton of fun there yeah but yeah well it's also like i imagine like online games like i don't imagine playing online games in a side scroller with somebody like online games i imagine doing first person shooters or doing like strategy or role-playing games yeah totally like yeah oh that makes sense let's all get in a, a, a voice chat and let's get going i don't imagine doing it online uh, doing side scrolling, I imagine doing that next to somebody. So it's kind of right. going to be an interesting experience. I think I think we're going to find that a lot, especially if we stick with this plan of of playing these online games and and not the typical like not shooters, not this yeah. and that, just like the random ones that they do have online play available that normally mm -hmm. would be reserved for couch co op and and figuring out how to have fun with those. I'm I'm actually kind of excited about that. Yeah. Um, so with that said, do you want to you give this a shot? Yeah, I'm really excited to play, man. Let's do it. Okay, so I think we're going to play this on Steam. Yeah. Let's do that. We'll see you guys on the other side. Yeah, sounds good. Bye. All right, so you are red. Yeah, I'm the red knight. Which looks like electricity. Yeah, and yours and looks like fire. I think I'm fire. 
I'm hot fire. I also spit hot fire. I don't know if you knew that about me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's rocking out. Everyone's just kind of having a party, and then one night is dead, and he just disappeared. That's the most dis unnerving thing about that, is he yeah. kind of just disappeared out of nowhere. Oh, I gotta do... Okay. I got an apple. Okay. Typical medieval times, they just store fruits in barrels. That's common. It was a big issue back then. Okay, lots of blood. This reminds of me of, uh, of solid of, of Metal Gear. <laughs> just, Coming into just a, a hallway. A hallway full of dead bodies and blood. Yeah. <laughs> the Dark Wizard takes a gem and is and just wrote it away. The king looks pretty scared. Uh, yeah. No king of mine. He's no Robert Baratheon. Is that your king? He's my king. Okay. You want to get killed by a hog? You know what the most addictive thing is when you attack and see numbers come off of an enemy. Oh, that is like, that is such a tried and true formula and I absolutely love it. I'm not even sure I've ever understood what those numbers really mean, like in the grand scheme of things. Like I understand their damage or like <laughs> kill. You're talking existentially. Yeah, existentially. Like why, why even live? I, oh wait, no, uh, yeah. Like the game, it looks great, eh? Like It looks so good. And, and also controls really well as well. It, like, I, this is the remastered version, so it's a little bit more high def, a little bit more polished. Yeah. But it's always looked this good. Oh my god. The the princesses look like um, Powerpuff, Powerpuff Girls. Powerpuff Girls? Yeah, you're right, they do. So you have a mace, I have an axe. I, I like I like the mace characters, because usually paladins have something like that. Like, imagine being back Dan in Paladin. the day in medieval times. Dan yeah. Paladin, yeah. And choosing a hammer as a weapon. Think about how long did battles last? I would swing it twice and just be like, yeah, I'm good. Like, I yeah. need to rest right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just love to get like, do you want to use a sword? You're like, no. I'd rather yeah. just use that huge ass hammer. Like, oh my yeah, God. right. Where armor, I guess, need not apply. You just kind of like wreck fools. Just Ooh. swing right at them. Like, they can't block you with a shield because you're so goddamn strong. No, you just break their arm. Yeah. Sorry, I mean, I'm so goddamn strong. Yeah, exactly. That's a huge issue you have. I used, I used magic and I got penalized for it. Oh, use magic? How dare you? Black. There you go. I like red magic, to be honest. That's that's kind of my go-to magic. Oh, here's a shop. Oh. I like that he's an essential business. Like, there was, like, a literal <laughs> fight right in front of him, and he was like, cool, 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 cool. If anyone, listen, friend or foe, if you want to buy. <laughs> yeah. You want to get an advantage over these idiots? <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, so if they're if your foes are downed, you can kind of like jump on them, which I'm just realizing now, which is kind of cute, in a very sadistic sort of way. <laughs> yeah, it's adorable. Oh my okay. god, someone's just on top of one of our foes, beating him senseless. Beating like he's got him pinned down. It is not stopping him from destroying. So what do you think? Like, I honestly, this handles really well, and it, it kind of makes me excited to play uh, some of the games that we're thinking about, like like Streets of Rage. Like yeah. this formula, where back when every game was a goddamn side scroller. Oh, I leveled up. Nice. Oh, I got a new combo. New combo. Like this is still such a good formula, and especially when you don't have to worry about putting quarters in all the time. Yes, it is good, and it looks good, and it's easy. But like, it is just. And I know this game will change because it's not going to be it. But it, it is just such a repetitive style. I know. Yes, I know what you mean. But like eventually, eventually, it does. <laughs> like even even after having uh, just leveled up once and I have a new weapon, that exponentially changes what I can do. Yeah, that's true. All these arrows are killing me. Oh man, yeah. Who's got these arrows? Fuck this guy. The one guy, one oh, guy. Oh, did you see that big fire hit? Uh, yeah. Hit everyone. You got an arrow. Nice. Oh, cool. Where did I get that from? I got a, yeah, I did. I got a bow and arrow. I think I took it off an enemy or did I get it because I revived you? Oh, level two, here we go. Oh, welcome to level two, finally. Jesus Christ, man. You're stealing every fucking fruit out there. <laughs> yeah, listen, it's a battlefield, dude. Okay, fuck you. I'm not even going to try and kill anyone. I'm just going to go after all the advantages. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Oh, that seems sad. The guy's performing CPR in one of his calls. Uh, okay, get him, get him. Oh, I just got the bannerman. I'm assuming that's what that is called. A guy was running through <laughs> the battlefield with a banner. I'm calling him a bannerman. 
But yeah, I think the Bannerman in Game of Thrones is like, yeah, we'll support you if there's a war. Like, a by banner. what? Carrying a banner? It's like, Bruce Banner. And now, and this is just how we wordly, wordly associate. Wordly associate. See, this is the kind of formula of game, especially with the leveling up, that I could just, oh. I could sink in and just play it forever. It's a, it's the best and worst part. So now there's a big battering ram. Watch, watch, move, 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 yep, move. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Okay, so the battering ram lifts up. There's some enemies coming. There better not, we better not open that up and see more enemies because yeah. we saw there were like six in there. And yeah, there's that's more it. of them. Yeah, it's kind of like a, yeah, ram. It's actually literally a ram. Not like literally the animal around, but you know. Well, it's shaped like that. It's got the head of it, except the head's That's on fire. That's true. It is, uh, as you would say, a battering ram. And there are more enemies in there somehow. That is not fair. No, life's not fair. Oh, cool. I if, do you, like... if you double yeah. jump, it's like an attack. Yeah. That was the combo they were teaching you. Oh. Yeah. So you're right. I thought I thought I was just light attacking, like I was the electricity demon. <laughs> the electric company. Ooh. Turn on the juice. I, I'm honestly feeling this game. This is a game I already know I'm going to play probably later on today with anyone oh, really? who's willing to play with me. So no one. I'll be playing on my own. <laughs> okay, so another... Oh, Ooh, an apple. Excuse me, i got to take a break from this battle. i got to eat a green apple because an, uh, an apple a day keeps the orcs away. You know what I mean? Yeah, they really are orcs, eh? Like, it's not even close. Like Yeah. Well, it's not like Lord of the Rings owns orcs. Is that not true? No. Orcs are it not... Just... I, don't, I don't think so. I think orcs are just like fantasy in general. I don't know who would have made them up, but... I, sorry, if I made them up, I mean first discovered them. They are all token. <laughs> yeah. Uh, first discovered them. He's like, oh crap, I've got a real orc problem in my basement. I do like that the battering ram, when it fires, it can also hurt its own guys. Yes, like that I, I always love that. You know what, like, talk about a concession in a game that I love, where it can hurt its own team, but not... Uh, but oh, you can't hurt your own team. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. Yeah, for sure. Alright, so we just defeated the guy. Battering Ram. You don't know his name? His name is Battering Ram? Yes, by his birth, his name is Battering Ram. His mother hated him. No, or maybe he hated his mom and Battering Ram. Honestly, that, could, battering ram. That, could, that kid couldn't have been a lot easier to give birth to, so. Well, not with that attitude. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. I'm like, you just going after all the coins. You scant, you, you, you asshole. Don't worry, I'll share. Just kidding. No, you won't. <laughs> I love that there's a block button in this game. For what? Yeah, who could have used that? Oh, welcome to level three. Yeah, you're almost on level four, and I just got to level three. Because <laughs> Mikey's not sure. There you go. Yeah, after you, yeah, Mikey. <laughs> I just keep taking all the money. Oh, they're sleeping. Kill them while they're asleep. <laughs> yeah, slip their throats. I like this. This is some Game of Thrones shit. Kill their king <laughs> with a shadow monster. I, you know what's so funny is playing these games, especially recording for a podcast, is that, you know, it kind of usually leads to, like, interesting audio where it's just uh, large periods of, like, well, I could describe what I'm doing. I'm just uh, pressing the button. I'm pressing the button. <laughs> well, this is button. like, I think everyone knows the formula of this game. We're just moving to the right and beating up orcs. But I don't know, man. I, I honestly think the combat is varied enough that I'm having a good time. Every so often I'm like, oh shit, I haven't used magic. I'm going to use magic for a while. And that just changes. What are you doing leaving a coin? I just, I assume you're going to grab everyone. So I don't Of course I am. I also really always like this in, in video games where there's just a door and you have to beat it for like yeah. 10 seconds. I really do miss like the Street Fighter, like destroy a car as fast as you can. Yeah. What, like why, why aren't we destroying more cars in video games anymore? Great question. If you sign my petition, <laughs> welcome to my TED talk. More cars. Oh, oh. look at that gold. I'm not even trying to get them anymore. Yeah, that's why he has 42 coins yeah, he... to my 17. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm not in competition with you. I'm in competition no, with York. I'm in competition with the enemy. Uh oh. It looks like we just oh. made our way into. Oh, yeah. This is, an this orgy? is a boss arena. It's oh, definitely okay. an orgy of some sort. Look at the oh. 
princess who's tied up by her face. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my god, her little body's wiggling around. That <laughs> seems so uncomfortable. Okay, so there's a. Oh my god. There's a massive orc, I guess. This is yeah. this is when uh, I'm using block. Block I find is actually kind of working well here. And as we're fighting this this giant boss, oh enemies from the audience are are joining in. This is not yeah. fair. No, and and I do like that when he lands a big hit, the crowd stands up and kind of blocks our view. Yeah, it's it's hard to see, and he also cheers, which is kind of funny. Or he'll like taunt you. Oh my god, it's got flattened. You got wiggle your joystick. Yeah, I got, I got I got put into That's the what ground. She said. It's so this is this is kind of neat. Um, the the enemies do join in from off screen, and normally I hate when there are lots of enemies, and like the, the, when the boss just throws enemies at you to, to make it more difficult. But every time they join, if you kill them, you might get some health, which actually kind of makes the fight a little bit easier. We just got to stay on either side of him, really. Yeah, that's true. And oh, a true cooperative element. Are you down? Yeah, I'm I got down. It. I got it. There you go. Ooh, a little, gotcha. like, minigame. Oh, a little minigame to, to revive you, and it actually, uh, depending on how well you do it, it, uh, it brings stuck. you back with more or less health. <laughs> I'm stuck in the corner. Yeah, he's beating the shit out of you. He's almost dead. I'm down again. I got you. <laughs> Literally, I couldn't even get up. Oh, fuck. I'm, now I'm what getting the hell? killed. I don't know what happened there. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. No, uh -oh. I'm dead. Oh! Uh -oh. I shouldn't have tried We're to save you. <laughs> so now we died and we put a little bit more uh, of our our experience in. So I usually like defense. Defense and agility. Because that kind of makes me a little bit paladin-y. Yeah, this kind of brings me back to like our UN Squadron episode. Oh, so you are you are very much even across the board. You just, you yeah. have four and you put one in each. Okay, that just makes us better little baby boys. There we go, so we gotta we gotta do this again then. So that's good, yeah, it makes it easier the second time through. I don't know how many, I think you have unlimited continues too, which is great. Oh, that's, that's good. All right, here we go. It's so cartoony, I love it. I love it. And this is all like hand drawn. This looks like what Newgrounds would have been. So I'm, I'm used to like, uh, Dark Souls where the, the block comes pretty easily. But if you block, you can block his entire attack if you time it right. It's the not difference... like you're punished for for standing there and taking attack. If you time it well, you're you're fine. Yeah, the different sizing, like you do get blocked a lot. Like in, like you can't really tell where you are at different times. Yes. There's um, a little bit of that chaos, but it's also very forgiving. Like getting hit is not the end of the world. So no. it's not it's not so bad when you uh when you do get hit. Like if this were a game where it really punished you just for getting hit once, then it, that would be annoying. But if you get hit once, it's pretty easy to recover. There's a lot of enemies giving you health. Oh, come on. So you don't get too frustrated with the fact that you're just dying. Oh, Jesus. Or maybe you do. As you say that. <laughs> Actually, we're making much shorter work of him this time. Oh, right? like, not even close. Now we're like destroying this guy. Oh, you got the new combo. Yeah. Oh, how did he get me there? Yeah, there's a little bit of that clipping. It's especially because it's all hand drawn. It's very hard to tell how far away you can be or on which plane. That's, that's the thing I'm finding hardest about this is knowing when I'm in line vertically with the boss. Oh, got him. We got him. Whoa. Oh, God. Give jewels. Give me all Literally. the jewels. Okay, I got it. Jewels, 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 jewels. It's like Killer Mike here. We're running the jewels. <laughs> all right, oh. we got one princess. The one who was tied up by her face. I'm happy that's the one we freed because that <laughs> yeah, looked that's... very miserable. Seemed uncomfortable. Oh, what? Whoa. Oh, we're fighting for her. This is a real double dragon type scenario. Oh, shit. I didn't think you had the range on me there. I don't think I've hit you once. What's going on here? You're being weighed down by all those coins you stole. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, here we go. Oh, now you're showing up. Oh man. Oh no. Oh no, I'm dead. Yes, I did it. I killed you to get the love of the princess. I hope she kisses me. She did. She kissed me. We're all oh, good. Wow, you lean in. It was worth it. 
it was worth it. We know her priorities are in the right place because she will only <laughs> kiss you if you kill your friend in front of her. And welcome back to the retrograde. Honestly, I just played that game and I can't even tell. Is that the song that was playing? That's the song, 100%. Oh, okay. It was written, it was, it was, it was composed by a fantastic Great. member of the Newgrounds community. Oh, was it? Yeah, of course. Oh, wow. Incredible. Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah, you seem very impressed by it, that. It's so impressive. Were you impressed by the game itself? Yeah, it was a, that's a fun game. Like, uh, it's yeah. fun and it, there's a lot of silliness. It inherently knows how, um, cartoonish and silly the whole like the whole idea is like like when the boss is gonna burst through the door there's like a little crest on the door and so when he punches it the crest eye po eyes pop out it's i like noticed that, that as well that yeah awesome. it's, yeah it's good it's like that kind of level of silliness is like you know <laughs> good andrew andrew changed his name again in squadcast to castle crasher second place which is yeah, true I, because i gave in second I, place i killed you so that I could kiss the princess. Yeah, I came in second. It's sexually harassing a princess. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, I also came in last. I, yeah, that's true. Second, I came in. I came in second last, actually, which is first place. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it might make you think about it like that. Yeah. Now, so do you now understand why this is the kind of game that I think you and I would really enjoy to just drink beer and play for most of the night and explore each other's bodies? Oh. <laughs> I think, well, the problem is these video chats just be inherently become, um, you know, sexual experimentation in a lot of ways anyway. So, but yeah, no, I, I totally understand that. There is like a lot of inherent silliness. My only worry is, and like, I know you can upgrade and you can add new weapons and all this kind of stuff is just, is how long can it keep your attention before it becomes incredibly repetitive? You're right. No, no, you're absolutely right about that. Um, and I don't know. I'm, trying, don't to know. Think, I'm <laughs> trying to think back to 2008 and the... Uh, the landscape of video games at that time, would this have been enough? Because nowadays mm -hmm. I don't think I could play it for six hours in a row, but I yeah. would enjoy it for two hours. And for a $15 game, that to me is fair. That's yeah. the, I don't mind spending $15 on a game. If I get a solid two and a half hours out of it, because that's the cost of going to see a movie now anyway. So like, right, I'm, I'm right, good right. With that. yeah, but no, back, that's back then it would have been about, I'm guessing closer to 25 bucks or something like that maybe six hours you get to play it or something along those lines. I don't know. Right. I'm not sure if that would be enough. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's kind of, it'll be up to the user on how much value they think they're getting per dollar. You know what I mean? Yeah. We pay for a lot of shitty $70 games. You know what I oh, mean? Like hundred percent God of war. Did you get back to playing that game? I haven't tried it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I considered I, it as well, but yeah, I, I honestly, I'm getting kind of desperate. So maybe I will this time. Um, yeah, like I, I think it's kind of one of those things where I like I need something with a story. I can only play so much like sports and just random shooters that like, okay, I want to work towards something. Well, what about Subnautica? Did you end up playing Subnautica? Uh, no, I've not played Subnautica yet. I, I do want to play that though. That's on, I don't know if you, do you have Xbox uh, uh, Game Pass? I think that's so. on Xbox Game Pass right now. So oh, it's okay. like you can play it for free if you have that. That's that's nah, great. And also Outer Worlds is another one that you might like. I'm just I'm thinking nice. of games that might pass the time so that you don't have to resort to playing God of War. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of the best games of the century and we're like, "Oh god." And we hate it. And we hate we it so much. We hate it so much. Uh 
Um, So so this game, I definitely did not hate Castle Crashers. In fact, I would rather play that over God of War. Uh, And I I think maybe let's get into our reviews, what we thought about it. Uh, I I have a perception of what I thought about it back in the day, but you haven't. And our listeners will know, sometimes we go on these tour guide episodes where one of us has played the game and the other one hasn't. Um, Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. I think I'll start out because I do have uh, real life hands-on experience with this game okay yes yes um, you do <laughs> i i like i said played Seems this so game. bragging but yeah okay <laughs> yeah i've played it yeah um, and everyone I, needs to know i physically have touched this game i okay. have well just like the princess Uh-oh. oh no um, oh <laughs> um, god i i I I now remember why i had such an affinity towards this game even though i really only played it that one night, like over right. the course of that one night, but it's always stuck in my head as being a very good experience. And and that's kind of why, like that feeling of, like I said, during the gameplay portion, seeing the numbers pop up over the enemy's heads. And as you get stronger attacks, the numbers get higher and the, mm-hmm. the enemies have these death animations where they'll get like decapitated or something along those lines. Right. Like, yeah. That's yeah. it. You know, it's, 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 it's interesting. I, I, I have a lot of fun with games like that. And playing this one over the course of the, you know, four, five, six hours that we ended up playing it that day, mm-hmm. there's a reason why I always think back to it. I, I'm going to give this one a three out of four, I think, because yeah. it's, uh, I don't know, it, it's something that it's not, it wasn't life changing, but it was, it was, it was enough to to stick with me. Yeah, I, I, I think that's, well, obviously a three out of four is a good score. So like, you know, that, that does speak to you having a good time while playing it. Right, right. You know. In our current scores, that's going to be kind of where the I think the rubber hits the road here. That I have a I have an interesting kind of qualifier for my current score. But why? Before we get there, Andrew, why don't you give your perception of what you think the game would have been to you back in the day had you been playing it in two thousand eight? Keep in mind, like you weren't a kid playing this game. You're not reviewing it as a kid. You're reviewing no. it as as you in two thousand eight when it came out. Yeah, like twenty days after Sidney Crosby's birthday. Oh wow, God! Well, when you put it like that, I I think <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think. I, you know what? I honestly, I think it's either between 2.5 or 3 because I, I would have found it interesting, but I think also video games back then for me, I wasn't like, oh, we need to play independent video games that are interesting and kind of like poking fun at the genre. I think in 2008, I was still like video games. I want to play video game, video games and right, right, uh, right. that are big and flashy and, and do all these things. And so I think, I think I probably would have given it a 2.5 because you're right. Okay. It kind of does feel like a flash game that I could have played on my browser. Sir. Yeah. You know? okay. Yeah. 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 And I think so. I think I would give it a 2.5. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause I think one of the reasons why it was well perceived is because it felt like a flash game, but gave you the options of something that was much better than that. And that's why I think I went up to the three. Cause it has right. the, all the, that it had those, that fun element of like pick up and play, but it felt way more fleshed out. So let's talk about it now then in the modern day. So I'm going to talk about, I'm going to review this game as it stands in 2020. Um, And there's a big qualifier here. And, and I, I don't always love, uh, you know, I've, I've engaged in this conversation quite a bit with regards to how you review games in relation to their price. You know, if a game goes Mm -hmm. on sale and you get it Mm -hmm. for cheap, does that affect the score or is, and I do think that because this is a game that you can easily find now for $15, you have to take that into account. You're not paying 70 for it. So you can buy five games like this instead of buying one God of war, which you should do. And yeah. I think that when you relate this to other $15 games, um, even when you relate it to some $80 games, it's it's actually, you know, definitely worth your time. I'm yeah. going to give this one um, 
mainly because you can spend a solid two, three hours with it. Um, the, the combat is, is snappy. It's fun. It's quick. It's, it's, it's paced very well in terms of when you get, uh, levels up and how often you can, you can increase the, the power of your character. Right. Um, and it just made me feel like I want to keep playing it. I'm going to give this one same in the modern day. I'm giving this a three. Yeah. You know, what's funny. I am also going to give it a three, but I think I'm not as I'm, you were kind of nicer to it than I was, even though they're going to end up with the same score. I think this is just like, if this came out on your phone, you'd be like, Oh, it's a great phone game. You know what I mean? And like, I, but the problem is we're talking about a 12 year difference. It's not really, it's not really a problem with the game. It's just more the things have advanced so much that you really can play this game on your phone. And there are a lot of phone games that, that, you can like advance your character and save and like kind of build and like all the, all the, all the kind of stuff that is kind of special to the appeal of this game specifically. So I'm also going to give it a three because it's totally a lot of fun. The price is absolutely worth it. And you will put in enough hours to justify paying for it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think, that I think that's it. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's not, it's not the kind of thing that I'm going to, you know, go to the internet and say everyone's got to play it but like we're now especially right now in a situation where it's just like what can i do to change it up a little bit and i haven't played a side scrolling game like this in a long time and because it's not just final fight where you go from left to right level to level there is that element of making it your own by uh leveling up your character and then also being able to play with someone else and the chaos of playing with one another is 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 it's that's a big selling point i think right now oh totally i think it's almost kind of getting punished for being so okay like yeah. it's so fine at what it does that it's like, oh yeah. Like, whereas, you know, there are like highs and lows of games and stuff like that. And sometimes you kind of savor the highs. This is kind of so evenly good that you're like, you're like, yeah, it's totally fine. You know, I, I like if you're looking for just, you know, kind of a level of excellence where you, you can enjoy it. This is a great game for you. Yeah. You know? I agree with you. I like yeah. that. I, I like this and I would recommend uh, polishing this one off. If you haven't played it uh, in a while, uh, hit us up on steam. My, my account is soup plant, all one word S O U P L A N T. Oh no. S O U P P L A N T. All one word. You want to okay. throw yours out there or do you not want people bugging you? Oh no, no. I, I understand totally... that too. No, no, no. I'm totally fine. You can usually find me at pretty much everything at all the roast beef. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's pretty much all my video game stuff. Whereas, uh, yeah. Where usually my social stuff is Toronto Andrew, which I might be on something, so that's why I'm throwing it out there as well. You know? True, true. <laughs> Not as consistent. That sounds good. Yeah. Uh, so hit us up if you want to play. I I'm looking for friends. I'm looking for a good conversation. <laughs> I'm looking for someone to hug me and hold me uh, yeah. once all this blows over. Um, if anyone wants to play Hug Simulator with Mikey, that he'd be or or explore your body all night while playing video game simulator. <laughs> There has to be a game called Hug Simulator, and I oh, want yeah. it right now. 100%. You put on those hair goggles. HTC Vive. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so good shit. Uh, anything else, Andrew, you want to you wanna talk about, about the game? Anything that stood out to you or uh, any recommendations on, uh, on, on what people should be getting up to these days? Well, you know, the only thing is I would say is that in these crazy times and, uh, you know, unprecedented times, I would say that the only thing is, especially in video games or in movies or TV and things we're watching is just, I would say, just try and accomplish things like say like, I'm going to watch that movie I've always wanted to watch. Or like, let's find the AFI top hundred movies of all time. And like, let's slowly work on those. I think it's the same thing of like, I kind of found it this week where I was like, I was just kind of like repeating playing like, you know, pick up basketball games and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, why don't I do a season? You know what sure. I mean? Or like, like, if, so at the end, as stupid as it might be, if you feel like I did something, you know, yeah. like I yeah, yeah, yeah. actually accomplished something. So I'd say that's my only thing for the week is like, I'm going to see what I can do and pick up in, and maybe it's going to be God of War and see what I can advance myself in things I hadn't done previously. 
things that you've kind of had on your to-do list that you've not been able to get to. You're absolutely right. And I'm having that problem with Overwatch as well, where it's just like, of course, that's what I'm going to want to do. But I just, I, 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 because it's so easy to pick it up and be familiar with everything. But there's so many games that I've had on my pile of shame. And I I just feel Mm. like it's, it now is the time to play them. Um, Sekiro is is one of them. I'm still working my way through that. Subnautica, I'm still picking that up when I can. I think that's a very fun game. Um, And then working my way through a bunch of games on the Switch as well. uh, Once I get that back from my sister, but she, uh, she's, uh, she hasn't gotten it back for me. So I'm, uh, holy, if you're (laughs) listening, please. Please give me back my Switch. <laughs> Absolutely. But we're going to keep doing bonus episodes, and we're going to keep doing uh, these episodes every Tuesday. So we want to hear what games you guys want to play, and we appreciate all the ratings and reviews and subscri- subscriptions you've been giving us. We can't wait to talk to you soon. Love you, D-Pads. Game over. Feel free to review the podcast. <laughs> Feel free to review the podcast on your platform of choice, and you may hear your review featured on a future episode. Subscribe, like, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Listen direct and find our show notes at theretrogradepod.com. Join us on Facebook or on Instagram at The Retrograde Podcast. Or Twitter at RetrogradePod. And you can always send us an email at theretrogradepodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this, make sure you let your player two know it. <laughs> if you enjoyed this, make sure to let your player two know to give us a listen. Let's play again next week. D-Pat. No, that sounds so dumb with a pause. What is wrong with me? Am I have a head injury? Let's play again next week, D-Pads. Fuck it. That sounded good. Why don't we just uh, all open mouth kiss for a while?